0: Welcome back to The Real News Network, and Reality Asserts Itself. We're continuing our series of interviews with Heiner Flasbeck about the state of the global economy and what we can do about the crisis. And Heiner joins us again in the studio. Thank you. So, one more time. Heiner worked at UNCTAD, United Nations Conference on Trade and Development. From 2003 to 2012, he was the director of the Division on Globalization and Development Strategies. He now is director of Flaspec Economics, a consultancy for global macroeconomic questions. You can find him at flaspec economics.de. Thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me. So, several times over the course of the series, you've talked about the need for higher wages. Um, we're in the real news center in in baltimore and the other day i had an interesting conversation with our, one of the plumbers and we were talking about whether minimum wages should go up in the united states and and and, and i was saying you know this thing about 10 10 an hour that president obama's calling for mm. it's it's kind of disingenuous because 10 10 an hour is better than 7 or 8 dollars for sure but mm. it's not really going to get people out of poverty which is what he claims and the living wage demand for $15 is at the very least where things should be. And he says to me, uh, well, what is the point? If, if you get this raise in minimum wage, you know, it may cause other wages to go up as well. And then they're just going to raise the prices. So what's the point? Because we're, everybody will be right back where we were, again, were before
1: that's right and so far if we would have unreasonable wage increases say of 10% as we have uh, had in in the past sometimes uh, during the oil price explosion so then it would go into prices that's for sure but but what we have to to reinstall so to say is is the the normal part of the wage increase namely wages following productivity real wages can follow productivity without any problem for the overall economy without uh, igniting inflation nothing like that but with very stable inflation rates, and this we have lost in the last years.
0: Well, but back up for a sec. We talked about that earlier, but if even if wages go up according to productivity, mm. the plumber is going to say, "Well, why can't they raise prices anyway?"
1: No, they they wouldn't because then we we have to hope at least that there is certain competition in the market uh, that avoids uh, people from from increasing prices beyond that. And this is true. Uh, this we can show. Uh, I mentioned already we have the very strong relationship between l- unit labor costs all over the world for the United States for very long periods of time uh, between unit labor costs and the prices and the inflation rate. So this is very stable. And uh, sometimes you have movements where. Uh, uh, capital is winning more, and which is the last twenty years, uh, but uh, and labor lag- lagging behind. But uh, overall, if we have uh, uh, increase of, uh, of wages, there will be no inflationary bouts. That's absolutely clear. And th- this is this is at least the one mechanism, the one the competition in the market that prevents the system then from doing artificial, so to say, uh, artificially increasing prices that doesn't that, that, that doesn't come out. There's enough
0: competition to start it, still even in the sectors that are highly monopolized?
1: Well, that's not quite clear whether it's everywhere, but uh, for the overall economy, this is very stable. And so we can still trust on that, that it will be the outcome. So what would we have to reinstall? As I said, we have to reinstall the rule that wages should follow uh, productivity plus the inflation target, which means that real wages should rise like productivity. This and what, have, what about workers? This we have lost in, in the last 20, 30 years.
0: At least the last 20 or 30 years, but if not even more, the, the low end of the wage scale Yeah, then then
1: Yeah. then comes, in addition, to the effect that is very strong in, in the United States, much stronger in the United States than in Europe, for example, that we have the, the inter-, inter-, uh, uh, Wage wage structure structural changes. The the the, uh, pa- the major part of the of the uh, wage increase is going to the upper end, where the bankers and yeah. all these people it's are. More, had, are previously, had been more balanced. Yeah, where, because where, where of we had a balanced increase because of union unionisation. This is uh, for me very clearly a point where the government has to step in. What we need is to reinstall the rule that everybody should get the productivity increase because the productivity increase is not produced by the bankers the bankers are just uh, taking it if it, if your formula it has pr- had been followed yeah
0: what would what do you think would be the minimum wage now
1: well if, if the minimum wage would have been dynamized in in that way namely put on uh, the productivity then it would be i don't know beyond think beyond number, 15 beyond yeah, I, th- I think i be like $20 it would be, an hour. yeah it would be beyond clearly beyond uh, if you look at the uh, uh I, I always take the example of uh, the uh, non uh Uh, supervisory workers in the United States and the statistics called the non supervisory workers if you look at their wage from 2000 to 2013 there is no increase in real terms if you look at that there is no increase for the whole bunch of these people non supervisory workers so normal workers have no real increase at all and this is a scandal because they have produced the productivity They they have so they generated it, and, and they are excluded from that.
0: So if, if if now government were to say the minimum wage should have, should be now. What it would have been if yeah. this had kept up in, in the formula you're giving, say around 20 bucks an hour, yeah. would that now be inflationary if it was raised to 20 No, bucks not now? for the
1: minimum wage as such. No, no. The minimum wage is not so important uh, as, a, as uh, it is not overall wages, it's just for. But a that, more might, fraction, that would have effect more on fraction. wages it generally. It would have a, an effect of wages generally, but w- what I'm uh, asking for is not uh, to to so su- to sort of say, the. Uh, the, the, to turn around the whole process by now uh, having explosive wage increases. But what I say, reinstall that rule. Uh, this still leaves the people, uh, the wage share, so to say, at a rather low level for the moment, uh, because it's impossible to change it. D- d- to, uh, by, by pushing for very high wages, we will really produce inflation. So the system is such that what you can do is you can reinstall the rule that the people uh, get equal equally share in the productivity increase, which is a uh, uh, politically a uh, uh, thing that has to be has to be pushed through, but uh, this would even imply that the wage share remains at the low level where it is now.
0: Well, what do you what do you make of this 10-10 but demand? Because because it seems almost I mean it's not symbolic. If you're making yeah, eight bucks we, to go to 10-10. But but a family with it's one kid yeah, sure, at 1010 yeah. no, is no, still it's, in it's poverty.
1: Absolutely, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like in Germany, it in seems Germany, more like an election. Germany, boy, we're yeah. talking about 850 euros, which is something very similar to 1010, uh, but it's clearly not enough. In Switzerland, the country where I'm, I'm living very close to Switzerland, so there they're discussing now. They have an initiative for uh, that would go to the electorate uh, for 22 frank, uh, Swiss francs, which is 18 dollars or something like that. No, this is something. Uh, no, it's mo- more. The dollar is the other way around. It's 18 euros, but it's 25, 25 uh, dollars. They, they're talking about 25 euros a, a dollars as the minimum wage in Switzerland, and Switzerland has more or less the same productivity as as the other countries have.
0: Well, let's look at the real what's going to happen in the United States. In all likelihood, 10, 10, even 1010 is not going to get passed. It won't get through the no. House.
1: yeah. Uh, and, and you,
0: the, the Democrats could easily be losing the, uh, the Senate in the next election, which mm. just kind of boggles the mind and uh and 10 10 ain't enough anyway yeah so and, and where, where are we headed then this idea that like if, if your yeah. analysis is that the only possible recovery is a wage-led recovery yeah. and we're still going the other direction
1: yeah then so we, then what yeah we're going into the japanese scenario that i mentioned already we stagnation with kind of deflation because we have permanent pressure on wages we have uh, no purchase power in the in the hands of the mass of the consumers and, uh, and this is the, the perfect scenario. As the monetary policy could, could, sort of say, uh, by producing this uh, perceived wealth uh, in the hands of a few, uh, could, could uh, paper over this process for a short time, but it will not go on forever. No, we have to come back, and, and it will happen in one way or the other, maybe after the next crisis, uh, that we have to understand and we have to come back to a point where we have to say, Everybody has to get the productivity increase, otherwise it will, the economy cannot work. But people are shying away from that. Larry Summers, my former colleague Larry Summers, just had a piece in the Financial Times talking about growth policies and I don't know what, but it's, it wasn't clear what he's talking about. He doesn't even say what he's talking about, what the growth policies are. He says we are in a, in a kind of secular stagnation, but he doesn't say what what is the policies, because he's shying away from saying, well, you have to intervene in the labor market and and go for higher wages. But they don't want to open
0: that door. No,
1: nobody wants to open that door. When the G20
0: was in Toronto, we did a piece on The Real News where we looked at the final declaration of the G20 countries. And we looked through the whole document to see if we could find one use of the word wages. And we couldn't find one. We found one sentence which talked about the need to increase demand which implied higher wages and where was that this should happen in china
1: yeah yeah (laughs) not not, not here here. (laughs) no but even people who are who are asking for more expansionary fiscal policies like larry summers or paul krugman they're not talking about the intervention in the labor market but this is what is absolutely needed because there is the imbalance it has nothing to do with the market economy if if the one side is extremely strong and can dominate the other side if capital can dominate labor you have you don't have a market result but they, the economists are living in with the fiction that this is a market result. You have extremely strong companies for thousand reasons, because they are rich, because they, uh, there is high unemployment and so on, but still there should be an outcome like in a market. Yeah, it's it's okay for the state to intervene on, on
0: in labor law that yeah. makes it very very difficult to organize unions in the United States. Yeah. So that kind of state intervention yeah. that's quite all right.
1: You can do it wherever you want. You can do it on the price side directly. You can give a guideline for for wages. No, I'm yeah.
0: saying for their argument. For they don't they don't mind no. if the government steps in, rewrites labor no, laws. No, no, that's right. Makes it, to it difficult, to have too difficult to have unions. That's okay that or, or, or recently yeah, but, where but was it in the in the southern United States in Georgia? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, did you see how politicians yeah, yeah, intervene yeah, even, to prevent unionization. Even the, the little unionization that is still there to to, to get rid of really okay. abolish that. That is okay, yeah, because yeah, because this is the dogma. The dogma is. Uh, you don't intervene into that market uh, you're happy with the power of the capitalist but you okay, don't okay so we're we're still in search of our rational reasonable we're still capitalist searching we're going to see in the um, next segment if we can see.
0: find our rational reasonable capitalist <laughs> and so please join us on uh, our don quixote quest in the final segment of our series of interviews with Heinrich Flesbeck on the Real News Network